what's going on? This is Lars Ulrich from Metallica, and you're listening to two guys who I always get my coke from. It's Juan and Joe, of course. I always know Joe is Jose the fucking drug mule. Huh? Ha <laughs> ha! What's up, everybody? This is Jose from the Juan and Joe podcast duo. I guess duo. Uh, I am running solo again today. Sorry, getting my shit together here. Uh, how's everybody doing on these uh, on this uh, COVID times? I mean, um, uh, it's uh. I would say it's been less than a uh, stellar year for most of us. Well, you know, I guess there's there's a lot of worse things out there, but oh man, it's getting rough. It's getting old. Uh, a buddy and I were talking earlier today. Actually, Bade and I, um, who I was on the phone with earlier, were just kind of talking about how um, all this uh, crazy, crazy uh, shit happening in uh, in 2020. That's supposed to the year of uh, the year of, of clarity, right? As as they mentioned, and uh, man, there is a lot of things happening. It was just like, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty year of clarity, and then February just shut down. It's just been uh, another level. Now, I will say, still, I think it is a, a still clarity. Maybe clarity for Earth, maybe clarity for those of us who, or those of, let's see. Those of us and of you, whoever you want to call it, those people that maybe took a, a lot of materialistic things seriously or uh, maybe, you know, just worked, worked, worked. And, and, and not, not that there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is um, you kind of forget to spend time with family because I think you figure that your family, your loved ones, whomever are always going to be there. And, you know, you're always pushing to strive either to make yourself better if you're solo to make it better for yourself, or your family, or whatever, you know, whomever's in, in your life. And um, and so, uh, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think sometimes we we lose touch um, with maybe what, are, what used to be ourselves, um, what is really the meaning in life, what, what we love the most, what matters the most. And all we know is, and most of us always realize that materialistic stuff doesn't really make us happy it's fun it's great um but in the end when you end up being uh having everything taken away for the most part a lot of stuff taken away and you're able to spend time with your family and friends it's it's absolutely amazing and wonderful and that's when it takes takes to be a lot of fun sorry man first time speaking english i get distracted too easy that being said, I think we're all kind of getting to wits to our wits end here. Like I think we are just um, <laughs> we are we are getting uh, just agitated now. I, I I just you know a lot of us are feeling limited or, or feeling closed in at some points or being forced to do things that we don't like to do, we don't want to do. Um, the mask thing. I, I myself am not a fan of wearing the mask. Uh, so I 
try not I, I just don't like to wear it it's it's it makes it difficult for me to breathe i just feel uncomfortable and um and so i really haven't worn it and uh now it's like uh you know you're the master unmasked and it seems like um all of a sudden you're the enemy so uh, we're all getting agitated it's it's almost like road rage it's just that we just can't go anywhere we can't do anything and the mask things again you know people get irritated because maybe some people are wearing them other people get irritated because other people are wearing them whatever Listen, I, I won't wear them unless it's required, and and at that point I'll follow the rules. And um, and it's it's not something I want. I don't want to put on, but I understand that if it's required, then I will do what I have to do. A matter of fact, because I didn't want to go to the store so bad, the grocery store so bad yesterday, actually ordered on the uh, pickup and uh, through the website at Fry's here in uh, AZ. And I have to say, it was absolutely fantastic. So convenient. And most of all, to pick up the order is free. It's most of the time you have to always, and I don't know if it's because of COVID or what not, but I just, it was absolutely fantastic. I didn't have to put on my mask to go in the grocery store. So see, the great thing is that there are options. There are other things you can do, other choices. I didn't. I figured, why not try it, right? I mean, I, I don't really like going for the. I don't really like going to the grocery store. I don't hate it. Not like having to go to the bank, I guess, for instance. But with everything going on, and you know, with with the all the regulations and the guidelines and the rules, it's already bad enough. Kind of going to the grocery store again. It's not the worst thing, but it's not great. It's not fun. But that, I think, just makes it that much, that much more worse, seriously. And I just want to go even less. And, uh, and so trying out the pickup thing, oh, it was absolutely, it was fantastic. So I have so much shit going in my head. Sorry, I'm just trying to keep it together and not trying to forget things that I want to keep saying. I should probably be like a, a organized person, an organized person, and actually write notes down. Except um, I don't have anything with me right now. Except for guess what? Letters of B Rad or letters from B Rad. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, so it just makes it frustrating. But I'm telling you, when I did that pickup thing, it was great. I waited out there for about ten minutes, put the order in uh, the day before. Everything I got that order that i ordered was great was perfect and even the slightly green banana and hard apple i have to say i couldn't have picked them up i couldn't have picked them out better myself it was fantastic so convenient didn't have to take my mask off set or didn't have to put my mask on sorry <laughs> uh didn't have to put my mask on waited in the truck they brought the groceries out in paper bags set it up boom on my way free Bam. I might have to consider doing that all the time now with or with this with with me, man, I am all over this with or without these regulations. I have to say um, anyway. Sorry. So this is one of Joe podcast letters uh, from B-Rad. I believe it's letter number 41. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, and I could be way off, but it doesn't matter. It's letters from B-Rad. 
Um, I am running solo, and I do have a new letter today. Um, and because I haven't been able to go see him uh, again because of COVID, and I don't think they're open yet. Um, and uh, and also just uh, remember again quickly if you guys can go check out Juan and Joe Studios on YouTube. I just put up an animation there of a Jerry Jones with my buddy Holmberg writing it and voicing it. And um, Monster Garage Fitness. I don't know if I had talked about it the last time. Man, I really wish I remember that. Um, during the COVID lockdown, I want to say... Oh, probably did because I think the last one was with Mark. Um, but yeah. So... Uh, so I got a couple of videos up there and, um, and sorry that I haven't been on for a little while. So speaking of animations and stuff, I had been working on another animation. I think for the last, is it three weeks, three and a half weeks is only about three minutes and 10 seconds. And it is, I mean, not that three minutes and 10 seconds is that long for animation purposes. It is, but the amount of work and detail and scenes that I had to create were on another level. Um, and that's why I think it took so long. I thought because I thought be that since there was just nothing but scenes, I would be able to kind of get it done a little quicker because I figure, hey, I just put some scenes, draw some scenes, put them together. I had to draw up a couple characters in different ways, you know, side view. Uh, the front is always rear and stuff like that. And uh, and so I figured, eh, it seems this shouldn't be so bad. And yeah, I was completely wrong on that. Not much lip syncing and not a lot of a character animation. Still had some, but yeah, it took a while. So, which is why I really haven't posted much on YouTube because I really, I would say the last two weeks, I was just working nonstop and didn't really work on much else. Um, I haven't hardly posted an IG or anything like that because of all this stuff, because I've just been so busy. So um, with that animation. But anyways, that being said, hopefully it should be out soon. That is actually for the Frank Caliendo cast. And you could also find that on um, Apple, iTunes, and all your other stuff. And it's from the Bill Walton episode. And uh, if you guys take a listen to that, just a word of advice or a word of caution, however you want to put it, it is um, the most bizarre uh, podcast I ever had been a part of. He went on a story that I think went on for about 45 minutes. Holmberg and Frank and Scott Long tried to ask him a question here and there. And yeah, it just wasn't happening. That guy uh, was in his own world. And um, I guess maybe I just haven't done enough acid. Would be my guess. So that is based off of that. That episode, though, in the animation still is a lot of fun, a lot of work. Uh, also, check out ktshirts.net. You can check out my website, josemazamedia.com com and i think that's about it i believe there's a new shirt on there by a uh guy that i just met uh um 
a good dude by the name of Chad McDaniel. And uh, he asked to do a logo. I put the logo. I, I made a logo for him. Uh, did the shirt. We met up for some coffee. Nice fucking cool guy. And hit it off. And um, we made out. Oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to say that part. Um, that's okay. Your secret's safe with us, Chad. Uh, but anyway. Uh, good dude. It was fun. And uh, yeah, and so it's called Daily Strokes. Kind of a little takeoff, different strokes. You could check that one out. So that's out now as far. And also just the Monster Garage fitness shirt is on there as well. Um, Sorry. I had to go get my Ritalin and take it. But by that, I mean my, my coffee, cold coffee. Uh, So yeah, um, hot as hell down here. It's been been hella warm and i don't even know let's see it's uh it feels hard now but it's 109 right now i'm lucky the humidity's really low but still brutal out there um um so oh, thank god i'm inside ac went to the gym earlier today you know did my shit whatever uh but yeah it's it's brutal out there so anyways Sorry, I didn't mean to go off. Um, so, yeah, so the whole COVID thing has been, I think, pretty rough um, for for all of us, or at least most of us. You know, some people are doing quite well. I mean, it's lucrative for them. and That's great. I mean, I, I'm definitely not hating. I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, this thing is hitting more than most people would ever think in here now. Um, in Arizona and most cities, we are required to wear a face mask if we're going to go out in public. And luckily, you know, the gym that I go to doesn't enforce it as much because you got to you got to think of it working out for me. See, that's the thing is those things. It, it makes it hard for me to breathe when you're working out. And especially during leg day, it's uh, you might as well have somebody covering your your mouth and your nose. And trying to breathe that way, it's uh, it's suffocating. Honestly, hopefully this thing passes along with that black cloud of dust or something from Africa that uh, I think it's in the Caribbean's, and uh, it's it's uh it's a hell of a year. I'll tell you what, June almost July, and what we've been on lockdown on guidelines and regulations on laws for most of the time. And we're not even prisoners. Well, not technically. In a, in a way, we, it seems like it, but not like my boy, B-Red. I mean, you imagine, we are already all agitated and going crazy because we are locked down. We have so many rules and regulations and guidelines to follow. Yet I think it's because we're not... You know, when you go to prison, it's almost like you have to accept the fact that you have no freedom. You have to adapt to that and accept it. And there's no other choice. I mean, that's just the way it is. In here, I mean, out in here, I guess I'm inside the studio. Out here, we feel like we um, we still have choices, right? I mean, and and we don't like to be told what to do when in and uh, told what we have to do, say, and where we can go, where we can't, and things like that. And so it, it makes it difficult. And of course, being in Arizona, as you guys are all, I'm sure, are aware that we have had 
uh, the, some of the most in the country. However, I just, and I briefly read, so I, I'm not going to say 100%, but I did kind of briefly read that California um, is, is spiking quite a bit, up to 6,000 day cases, I think, something like that. Yeah. I said that wrong, I know, 6,000 cases a day, 6,000 day cases. <laughs> right. Uh, so, it sounds like they're right behind us. Maybe even past us. Um, but you know, it is different going out, and uh, it just—it's just a little strange, uh, for sure. It just—it's very awkward, uncomfortable, and uh, you know, and and here in, in Phoenix, we already kind of get a little uh short and impatient when the heat comes. Now, granted, it's it's mid June, towards the end of June. So we're not 100% irritated yet, but by August, we're ready to fucking choke somebody. Swear to God. It's probably kind of like what the Chicago people feel at winter. You know, I'm assuming it's pretty close to that. It just wears on you. It it just irritates you and you're done, you know. So hopefully things ease up. It doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's really going to happen, but kind of. Kind of scary out there. But anyways, I mean, you guys have to, you know, be sure, try to take care of yourselves. And um, and actually, I have a friend that just got diagnosed uh, with a COVID who is actually in good shape, but at the same time has a kidney disease of some sort. I can't remember what it's called. And he is only 42 and, and his kidneys are only functioning at around 18%. And I actually was texting him the other day because I was actually going to head out to the gym. And I asked I asked him uh, if, if if we have to wear masks. Um, and I because I knew that I, I heard that we didn't have to. that It wasn't required. And he told me, no, that they were, that we didn't have to. And then he told me he was in the hospital. I thought maybe it was because of the kidney thing. So I said, so I asked him, is everything OK? And he responded that he feels like shit and that he pretty much. Uh, he was pretty much sure that he had strep throat. So I said, well, are you sure you don't have COVID? And he said, uh, I hope not, because with my kidney um, disease, it would be really bad. And then probably about an hour later, so I get a text, and he told me, yeah, man, I've been uh, diagnosed with COVID. And not good for a lot of people. I'm not saying I don't think it's I don't think it's, you know, I'm not saying that I don't think it's serious. I, I, I think it is. But it's for me, it's if, especially if you have the autoimmune disorder or anything like that or asthma or, you know, elderly, you know, your normal stuff. It's definitely extremely dangerous. I hadn't seen him for about a week and a half. Because um, I was out of town, but. uh. <clears throat> But he, he's, he's, you know, he's definitely, uh, I think, struggling with it. I texted him. I texted him yesterday. Um, anyways, so. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. So I texted him yesterday and he said that he, I said, how you doing? How you feeling? And he said he's feeling terrible. And it's awful. So 
I, I feel bad. And, and, and from what I understand, from what I understand, I guess you can't take anything on that stuff. Like, like you can't take, you know, ibuprofen or Advil or really any medicine. I, and again, I'm not sure, but that's from what I've heard. And that you just can't do much about it. You just have to go home and wait it out and, and let it run its course. I, I don't know if that's the case. And maybe it is. And that's why people go down, especially with people with, you know, some some type of, you know, immune uh, disorder or, or whatever it may be that puts them in that category of uh, being in jeopardy like my buddy. So hopefully he gets better. So well wishes to him and I'll keep an eye on him and hopefully he's able to beat this thing and recover. I mean, he's a young dude. Um, so yesterday I was, or no, sorry, sorry. Last night, actually, I was talking to a friend and I was laughing because, um, we're talking about movies. I forgot why. What about the movies? But I just, I just remember, uh, and 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 I was, uh, we were talking, and um, I think we were talking something about, man, I wish I could remember. A hundred percent. I hate when I can't. But somehow it came up to VHS and Betamax, and I was telling her that. Last night, that well, last night I was telling her that when we were talking about movies, I I remember because I I grew up, you know, quite poor for the most part, and of course you don't when you're when you're poor you don't know it, whatever. Anyway, so we didn't really have we only have your network television. I never had cable. My parents never had cable. I mean, the only thing we had was this goddamn fucking satellite dish that they think they bought from a, a yard sale. I don't even know how the hell they set it up, honestly. I, I wonder if they... <laughs> that's a good question. I'll have to ask my parents, like, who the hell helped them set it up? And it was just a point where, uh, you know, they could get free... Uh, <laughs> I just, just think of it. You could get free stations, and they were Mexican stations. Spanish stations is what they were. I remember this satellite dish. It was relatively large. Man, I would say maybe seven feet, eight, seven, maybe six, seven feet in diameter. And it was, and it was, and it was the poor one version. So the other ones, remember, used to used to stick on the ground. If you know satellite dishes from way back in the day, nothing compared to what you see on the roofs nowadays. But they used to be out in the yard. And it used to be this massive fucking thing, you know, like, so we had a smaller one in comparison. The other ones were, you know, 10, 11 feet, probably maybe bigger. I don't know, all metal and shit. And you could control them, I believe, indoors or maybe sometimes you had to do hands to point them to get different channels. And ours, however, wasn't that. It basically sat uh, on the ground is what it did. And they and my parents had this wooden table that's a round table that had no legs space. I don't know where they got it. And that's where it would sit on top of that. Oh man. And that was at a trailer park. <laughs> uh, I, I, wow. So, so crazy. Uh, 
I, I just I I wish wish I had a picture of it because I remember it. and I mean you know you're walking around you you're like I mean, first of all you're not really driving by a trailer park but if you are you drive by you see this goddamn satellite dish sitting in the yard on the on the on the ground basically on a tabletop on the lake and anyway so I had I, I we were talking and I said you know the crazy thing is is I because I didn't know a lot of movies up until maybe I didn't know I didn't know anything about actors honestly maybe till about 2008 or so to roughly right around there and, and I did know movies for the most part like of course your RoboCop 1 RoboCop 2 and things like that um you know I I knew about movies but only like you could say the blockbuster so there wasn't a lot of movies I was familiar with or knew. Again, I didn't know actors. So to me, it, it was like, it was just people. I honestly didn't know, excuse me, I knew zero actors. I mean, the only ones I, I could tell you that I knew was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, excuse me, um, like Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris and, and really like, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme and I'll use this term loosely, excuse me, Seagal. However, what I'm saying is, those are the kind of people I, I just knew that and they, they were actors. And it was, of course, you know, uh, action movies. And, and that's what I really like to watch. As far as anything like RoboCop and all them, I just thought the movie looked cool. I didn't know any of the actors or anything like that. I didn't know the premise of the movie. And then when I saw RoboCop 2 or 3, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And I'm excited to see it. And most of the time, I'd love it, right? Unlike nowadays, I'm more of a film guy. I love I love movies. And most of us, I think, is we could probably agree that the movies, when you see two or three, you're almost always thinking, yeah, hopefully it's good, because I would say over half the time, it's just not. They don't they don't compare to that original one. And there's some of them out there that increment should never, ever have a sequel. Ugh. So, see, I told you, sorry, go on tangent. So, anyways, I didn't know much about movies. I just knew that there was some cool movies. We've never, we never had gone to the movie theaters, uh, which we used to call El Cine in Spanish. And I think, I do remember once or maybe twice going, but it was a Spanish movie. And I don't remember hardly anything, but I probably fell asleep. I was bored out of my mind. My parents never took us to movies. I didn't know anything about movies. And us being poor, we didn't have I mean, the only network television, which is basically what your uh, Disney movies and, and things like that. Right. Flight of the Navigator, um, Short Circuit, stuff like that, which you know, were cool. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have anything against them, but I'll, and, and, and they were they weren't bad movies, especially for that time. And so then finally, I'm telling her my dad, you know, finally. We have, um, my dad comes home with this VCR. So, I say, and I, and I wish I could remember how my dad came home with this VCR. I don't know if he bought it as a present or came as a surprise, whatever. And man, I got to tell you, I was so excited. I was thinking, holy shit, we could finally watch movies, you know? And uh, it was badass. So, of course, we're all excited. Like, Let's go to the... Let's go to the video store. 
and it was Pahrump Valley Video. So there was no Blockbuster or anything like that. Hell, I didn't even know what Blockbuster was for the longest time. And uh, just to go also to the Pahrump Valley Video, we also had, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm missing the name. Oh, uh, I almost had it. Sorry, if it comes to me, I'll say it. But mainly it was, it was Pahrump Valley Video, and there was another one. And that was just it. We go and I, I'm. You gotta admit, I'm super excited, right? I'm a young, I'm, I'm a young lad, and uh, and I'm finally thinking I finally watch movies, you know, no more network television. I can't wait, and um, super excited, super excited. Um, now I got all these choices, and there's just rows and rows of of of, of movies, right? And all these cool looking ones. As again, as as a kid. It just like as a kid, you just want to find the coolest one with the cover, the, the one that has the coolest cover, the one that is just just looks like a movie. Just like when you're a kid and you're picking up, picking out new albums or new music. And back in the day, you know, you just think, oh, this album's cool. So this band's got to be good and so forth and, and, and whatever. Go in there and there's just Rose and I'm like, hell yeah. Go to Bob, who owned the store, and said, um, yeah, we have movies, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Well, my dad didn't buy a VHS, VCR. He bought a Betamax, VCR. I didn't know this at the time, and I didn't know that there was even a difference. Until I go to the Perron Valley video store as a little kid, all these movies, you got to remember, all these movies. And I go, man, these are all the movies we could pick. And Bob says, no, you have a Betamax. I'll show you where those are at as he takes us around all the movies, passing every single one of them, shelves and shelves full of them. Then take, finally, we take a right all the way down the aisle to the back corner at the very bottom. I think it was the last two shelves. And he goes, those are the movies you can pick. I uh, I damn near lost my mind. And And the movies that you could pick are ones that were like, black and white and B movies and I, everything that I wanted to watch I still couldn't it was just sitting there and I had a choice of picking like 10 movies it was it it was so insane and we had that Betamax forever I can't tell you how many times I we'd go to that store and at that at one point I didn't want to go anymore because all these awesome new movies coming out and and I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't get them. I couldn't watch them because we had Betamax and I don't even remember. I honestly don't even remember how long ago or for how long we had that I, before we finally got a VHS. I think we had it for a long time. I think my parents were probably cool with it because they probably had enough Spanish movies on that. But man, I was, uh, yeah, that was anticlimactic. And of course, you know, my friend, she grew up on the other side of the coin, shall I say. I didn't mean to actually put that pun in there, but, you know, definitely grew up with some money and and had a little bit of a a slightly better, (laughs) not not as far as family-wise, you know, that's all perspective. As far as money-wise, definitely grew up a little bit better than I did. 
but yeah, I, I thought that was that was pretty pretty comical how how that how that changes and and that, you know now shit we don't even really I mean I have friends that do DVDs I don't have many DVDs maybe like the great movies like the Joker and uh, Once Upon a Time on Hollywood or Napoleon Dynamite things like that but then I have to I'll go all the way to the to the PlayStation 4 and eject my game and put in the movie and oh and then I just have one movie and but it is a lot easier to be able to stream shit and just pop. And now you have so many streaming apps available, and which is one reason why um, I cut cable, done with cable. And uh, I really don't, I, I honestly don't miss it. There's, there's only a few things I miss. And right now, because I haven't had cable since kind of the COVID, so I haven't missed sports really. That might be different one second around. And who knows what will happen then and who knows when they'll come back. I mean, soon. But but other than that, I haven't missed much. I, I do miss one thing. I do miss being able to watch King and Queen, King of Queens and Seinfeld um, by just jumping on and putting it on there. And oh, I do miss that because I love, love those two shows, especially Seinfeld was always on every night. And it's just a perfect thing to like, you know, end the night to kick back, uh, grab dinner or maybe a, a, a drink, a beer, you know, and and just relax and watch in a half hour, hour of Seinfeld. And ah, uh, and it's just fantastic. Just laughing. So recently, then the office replaced that uh, because I've been watching that a lot. I've loved the office. And then on Prime found Workaholics, which I make huge huge fan of and i've been watching the shit out of that that is man that show is hella funny i that was a lot of fun and so now those have been replaced with that but still you just can't you really can't top seinfeld in that comedy and, and kick it queens but i but you know for the most part i i really thought i would miss cable and i really don't saving i don't know Maybe a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty bucks a month. I mean, can't beat that, you know. And um, yeah, so that's been good. I and I got, I got my games. I just upgraded my network to some uh, new CM one thousand router from Netgear and the XR five hundred Netgear router. And uh, I don't know. I still don't feel a lot of difference in the gameplay. My Call of Duty. Damn it. I'm going pro one of these days. Hold on a second. Okay, yeah. So I had to uh, feed my little man. He was outside in this wonderful, nice heat. He loves being out there. The little man is my, my little kitty. He loves being out there. And sometimes he covers himself in his, in his uh, blanket and... Uh, yeah, I think he's a little insane, but he wanted some food, came in, and of course, he didn't eat it. I had to give him some treats. He was playing around, so I had to just take a quick break because my boss needed me really quick. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go ahead. I know we're not into the uh, podcast uh, too far, too long. 
But I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, read this letter from uh, B-Rad. I forgot that I need to open it. You know, hopefully I'm able to go see him soon. You know, because as, as we had spoken about, Brad and I had spoken about it, that he, you know, it's already the end of June. Like, I know I keep saying that, sorry. But he was supposedly scheduled to go back uh, to get transferred back to Nevada in June. That's when supposedly the contract ended. Now, I'm just wondering because of the COVID, if that maybe has changed, you know, as far as not being able to transfer them immediately right now and, and possibly things clearing up. I imagine, I just read a little bit earlier an article about that among some other places, uh, prison is actually one of the ones, I supposedly, I guess, that that have blown up in cases of, of COVID. And, I mean, it's it's understandable why, because everybody's together. I mean, you know, that, that thing will just... Uh, I mean, when they're all that grouped together, it, I mean, there is no distancing there for the most part, you know? And how how are you supposed to distance those individuals because the only time they would be able to distance them, I would say would be lockdown, which from what Brad explained to me, what lockdown is, is pretty much what is exactly what, what would be distance. I guess what social distancing would be labeled as at that point, as far as he tells me that everybody, most of the time it's two guys to a cell. And for instance, showers maybe about so they're out for about an hour a day and i think every other day or something like that they're able to take a shower which i believe if i remember right part of that is the hour a day of of outside of the cell and then what they have to do because every other day is because they have to take so they have to cuff them all those two individuals and they go Cell by cell, individual cells, whether, you know, I believe it's whether it's two people or one person, and they handcuff them and they walk both of them to the showers, wait there until they're done, and then walk them back to the cell, and then they go to the next cell. And so you can see that that's going to take a long time. Therefore, he said that you could be scheduled for 7 a.m., you know, tomorrow morning, but you might not be able to get a shower again till uh, Friday at 2 p.m., uh, depending on how long the rotation is going to take until they get back to them. So I would imagine that maybe they're doing that. Uh, hopefully, I don't know, maybe he says something like that in the letter. I'm also wondering, because I actually haven't read this letter yet. This is This is the first time I was waiting for it. This is the first time that I'll be able to read it. It just came. Oh, shit. It's been a little bit. It's actually stamped on the 9th of June. I think it came like that 11th, though, or the 12th. And um, again, I was actually supposed to do this last week, but I was just buried in that animation. And I just couldn't step away. And then I was trying to I was even trying to get to it on Monday. Couldn't get to it then. Yesterday, still couldn't get to it. And finally, today, I was able to do it. And it's already you know pretty late in the day. So I don't know what this letter has. I'm wondering if I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't have news of him that he has to go back to Nevada. 
soon or that he's going and I won't be able to see him. I mean, I think I called them. Okay, so of course, of course, I know that I called them. Uh, maybe about a month ago, I think so, something like that. And they said visitation center was closed. I imagine that that's going to remain closed, especially after the whole mask thing. And I would imagine that going there, you'd have to wear a mask if you if they did allow it. Oh. That's it, insane. So I'm hoping that there's not any kind of, and I would say that's bad news. I, I know bad news can be bad news. Hopefully that's about as bad as it gets. And hopefully there's not something like that. And, and see what he tells me. Because I did write him back after he wrote me. Uh, the last time I read that letter, I did write him back, which is why I have this again. And now I'm going to get to write him again. So uh, let me open this bad boy up and, and see what he has to say. I'm interested and kind of excited, but it seems a little thin, so I don't might not be too long of a letter, unfortunately. Yeah, and so now after this podcast, I'll also I don't even post uh, a couple more things on IG. Went to, oh yeah, I went to my sister's wedding. And so that's another thing I have to try to work on. I actually went to her wedding about a month ago. And I take, took some pictures of her wedding. Now, I'm not a, I am a photographer. I'm not a wedding photographer. That being said, also, you need different equipment for that type of stuff. I just don't have it. So I just did what I could. I don't think, unfortunately for me, I don't think they came out as great. I mean, you know, wedding photographers are fantastic. I, personally, I don't know how the hell they do it because I could not do wedding photography. I think it's um, it's just something I have no interest in because it is not an easy gig by any means. However, for my sister, I wanted to at least help her with something and do the best that I can. And so I'll be able to work on some of those photos for her. And uh, very happy for her that she got married, and I'm glad to be able to help with that. Also, um, be able to put my couple little snipe um, video footage that I I, uh, I took during my Warzone gameplay, and man, it was it was fucking great. I just I, I might have been labeled as a cheater at some point. So although I'm not like I. I don't cheat, man. Uh, on games, come on. Why, why the hell, why the hell am I going to cheat on games? Seriously, what, what is the purpose? What is the fulfillment I get out of that? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I've never understood why, why people have to cheat at games that they put these hacks in. And trust me, I really wasn't. I knew there was cheaters. I knew there was hackers. All that kind of shit. But until I started watching some videos, and I really watched this one that was absolutely amazing that I actually shared with, with Doug and Baden, that this guy, we're, we're playing Warzone. This, there's this guy, I forget his name, he's on YouTube, he's got a YouTube channel. And he's playing, and he's, you know, he says, this is my, my first time being with a hack or something like that. And he ends up getting killed and he's just like, wait a minute, this is kind of strange. At first, he didn't know. He didn't realize. And all of a sudden, he's getting shot because this guy's shooting at him before he even appears around this corner of his wall. And he's like, I think this guy seemed like he could see through walls and so forth. So I don't know how he got the 
footage of what the hacker sees. I really, I really don't know how he got it. I, I, I'm curious. Somehow he was able to get the footage of what the hacker sees on his screen. And this hacker was not from this country. I want to say maybe Germany. Uh, I think I think it was Germany or something like that. It looked like it anyway. I'm not I'm not sure about the language, but you could tell because the language is different uh, on the, the copy, the text of the game. Anyways, uh, it was it was insane from what I was able to see. Uh, those of you guys who do play some Call of Duty, any video games, especially Call of Duty know what I'm what I'm talking about and it was insane because the guy could see everybody on the map I I, I just I, I maybe I could just kind of tell you the link and maybe I'll try to put it in the show notes of of the of the video but the guy could see everything so first of all a war zone it's just everybody fucking it depends but on this one everybody's going against each other it's kind of like teams basically uh squads go against each other and this this guy that has his um his channel of course has a group of guys that they you know they squat up and and play and shit and sorry i was just looking for it <clears throat> and so um when when you squat up then you basically get dropped off by this gigantic fucking plane and you start you start getting like uh dropping out of this, the back of this aircraft that's just flying and shit and uh, you're like uh okay well as there are, as all the teams are flying and there's a lot of people he goes this is what the hacker sees again i don't know how he got the footage of what the hacker sees but it was pretty amazing and as the guys are are jumping out um, you could see them all already highlighted in like red squares, and the and the oh man, I wish I'm trying to find the guy's name and his channel, but I can't find it for some reason. But he starts talking about how, um, how, like this is what he sees, and and he goes, see, this is the first sign right here that this guy's hacking. This is right off the bat, um. Shows that it's uh, it, I don't mean to say a pun, but that's what he said. Is like here's a red flag right here. Here's the first red flag, which is true. And and so I was like, holy shit! And then when when the guy lands, then all of a sudden he he lands he lands and he he can see everyone now. You, he sees all these numbers and they're like all yellow and so forth. And it doesn't matter if they're behind walls and anything like that. Sorry, there it is. It's a plane. There we go. I want to turn it down because I don't. I doubt that we. I you know anything would happen. But okay, so it's called chain feeds, is what it is, and the uh, title of it is reacting to the number one hacker in Warzone, uh, modern warfare Warzone. And uh, yeah, and so this guy sees everything, and and it's hard to explain. It's not like he sees people, but he sees the numbers. He sees like these boxes where you know people are. Now you could see it doesn't matter whether you could see him through walls, and you see him all across the map. So you see a bunch of numbers, and as 
he gets as as we're watching the hackers footage, he's just like blasting people and seeing where they are. And not not only not only can he see everybody through walls, it also has what's called aimbot, which I I wasn't familiar with that term was. Is it basically aims automatically, points a person, aims automatically, and aims the head automatically. So this dude's just getting constant headshots and not missing with a pistol. And it was, I just, I've never seen anything like that. It's insane. And it's, oh, it's so aggravating. It's fucking garbage, man. I mean, you must have to be absolutely terrible at a game to have to cheat to win. And why? What in the, I just, I'm just curious, like, why does it make you feel good that you, you go to, you beat somebody, you beat the game and you beat people and you go, oh yeah, I won again. I mean, thank God to cheating because if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have had that cheat, I'd probably only get five, six kills. And, and I mean, it is, is like, is it make them feel better? Does it make them feel like dominant because they're the ones that were able to beat everybody and, and and really you didn't beat anybody at that point if you're able to see everyone on the map i'm just curious what what like why is it what's the purpose why like what is the feeling that they get from it it's it's just a crazy thing and good i'm good on it, uh activision and all them good on them that they're trying to crack down on them but you know you can't crack down on all of them i mean they're always going to find a way just like anything else i mean it's just this just the way technology is and other stuff but good 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 on them that they're actually just really focusing on that a lot now it's actually a big thing for them it even had a note on there about how cheaters aren't welcome and and this and that and i just want to say that because sometimes i i am um above average on on, on games that I believe that I do get put in cheater rooms sometimes. Now, I don't know if you're notified or not, but I do believe that I get put in them because all of a sudden I'm getting shot. Like people are, are knowing where I'm at before I even come around the corner of something. And I'm, trust me, when it's this, I know of you, those of you who are playing AUVs are out there, this and that. I'm ghost and cold blooded. And, and sometimes I'm, I'm running that dead silence. And, they're still able to know where I'm. I mean, you're throwing a C4 over this wall where you have not really know if I'm coming there. It's insane. So I think sometimes I get paired up with them because they're trying to put cheaters versus cheaters, which is fantastic. However, some of us aren't cheaters out there. Oh, man. I had to get off that. See, there I go again, saying backwards. I had to get that off my chest. Get off that my chest. Get that off my chest. I don't know what, why the hell I put a mic on and I just become retarded. I swear to God. So, so strange. Oh, wait, that's not PC either. All right, let's see what Brad has to say. Let's see what we have here. Okay, so at least it's a two-sided letter. And he has all sorts of shit written on the sides and everything like that. So, uh, man. He maybe he should have used uh <laughs> he should have just used two two uh pieces of paper. Maybe he's maybe he's trying to ration this out or something like that. Okay, so as he starts off, uh, always lovely. Dear stupid face. <laughs> he's such a 
Stupid face. I'm glad uh, we're still in kindergarten. So he said, I heard they, and he saw something parentheses, but I'm not going to say it, are going to burn and loot all of Scottsdale because all you white mofos line, mofos line to well, live to well. Sorry. Telling you, man, sometimes this shit's hard to read. Uh, you white mofos live too well. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, all of us in Scottsdale don't live. I mean, we live well, but that's because of the location. It doesn't mean that we're rich by any means. And trust me, I'm not one of those people that are rich. I did my time. I lived in that pretty rough part of fucking Phoenix. And eventually, for year, for a few years, uh, I don't even know, probably five or six years. And then my truck got stolen, and I had a buddy that actually was living up in this area, and we and I at that time we'd come visit him every once in a while, and just you know hang out. And I said, you know, this place up here is nice. I don't have to worry about my shit. My truck got stolen. I said, fuck this, we're moving. And and we did because I was I just didn't want to deal with that shit anymore. And being up here, I don't have to worry about my shit. Doesn't mean that I'm rich, but. Hey, if I can afford it, that's fine, too. It means that I work my ass up. Or, God, what the hell is wrong with me? My Ritalin's out. It means I work my ass off to get where I'm at and don't hate because I did. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Uh, Yeah, that's right. that's right. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. All right, so he says, good luck, you white privileged mofo. I knew you were really white. Can't trick me. <laughs> God damn, I might as well be sometimes. I remember some uh, Mexican chick called me uh, from uh, from the gym, called me a coconut, which I'm brown on the outside and white on the inside. And that's pretty pretty much right on the dash. You kind of nailed it. I, I seriously am. I mean, I love my Mexican culture and I love Mexicans, my people. Don't don't get me wrong by any means. But, you know, ever since I was a kid and, and stuff, I've always just hung out with white folk. And I think just because I had more similarities with them, mainly because like on music and things like that. But man, I love I, I fucking I, I dig everybody. Just I just don't like assholes. That's all. Um. So, yeah, see, I couldn't trick him. He said, but seriously, be safe, my friend. Uh, that writing shit is crazy. Hopefully it's all done now and we will find out the truth of this Chinese virus social distance that <laughs> i mean I, I don't know if that's offensive to people it is a, a, a chinese virus i mean from where it, it, it came from i mean you know we call uh you know als uh, lou gehrig's disease and things like that i mean it doesn't it's trying not to be demeaning but right now with the whole, you know, racial thing, it's highly sensitive. So I can see why people don't want to refer to that. And it is a coronavirus. It is a COVID-19. Um, so I could see that. But man, people definitely are getting highly sensitive, highly sensitive. And, and hey, some people, especially, you know, my I got black friends and black folk out there absolutely have a lot to uh, be worried about. And I don't blame them one bit. Um, so, but that's cool. But seriously, be safe, my friend. Um, 
So he says, I'm well. They gave us masks also. Oh, hear that shit? Even prisoners have to wear masks. You would think, well, I guess that's their money. You would think like, yeah, hell, they're just prisoners. They don't need fucking anything. Hell with them. They're just, they're low lives. They don't, they don't contribute to society. Hell with them. But they are making money off of these guys because it's our tax dollars. They're paying all our shit. And these are private. This is at least a privately owned business. So they lose people. They lose money, man. Uh, yeah, so he says, I can't believe they gave them masks also. I wonder, see, I hope he says more. I want to know if they're making them, like, how often are they making them wear them? When, I mean, are they making wear them? Are they making them wear them when they're, like, in the uh, commissary, in the showers, um, in the cell? You would imagine in the cell you'd have to, well, I guess I'd be kind of a spouse. Not that I'm calling my buddy gay or anything. He's not against that, or he's not into that he is against it shall i say as far as that stuff goes but hey some of some of them out there i'm sure do a little more than that than just kind of share a cell together um and he says still no visits no outside staff other than guards or essential allowed in wow they're on worse lockdown than before and the prison being like that i that's uh that's quite a bit. So still no visit. So this is as of at least June 9th. Shit, I knew it. No outside staff. So that must be, I would imagine that's like no vendors and other than guards. So uh, staff, I wonder if that's even prisoners that are just work on the outside. Essential. Oh, essential. I would vendors. Vendors have to be essential and laundry people, I imagine. No one in here got sick, he says. No, not this prison anyway. Hmm. Now, that is surprising. I would have thought they definitely would all have been sick. That is pretty, that is pretty insane. Not yet. Huh. I wonder now with the spike. It's pretty, I mean, that means they locked that shit down. That's probably what happened and nobody got in. Uh, I will, okay. Before I go on, I have to say, I might have had it, and I almost think it was from somebody in prison. No, I didn't. I didn't make out with my buddy or anything like that. Uh, so when I went there to go visit him, it was one of the last times before everything shut down. Um, I was sat. At a at a table and and I we usually get sat in this one particular table, probably to keep an eye on us because it's closest to the uh, monitors and the guards. I'm just joking, but who knows? Maybe it's true. But it sat away in, in another little spot, and so I sat there, sat there waiting for my buddy, waiting for Brad, waiting for Brad, and I saw that they were cleaning the stuff. Oh, sorry. Before that, I jumped ahead on just a second. As I'm walking with the guard, I forgot her name, and now she knows me. Um, kind of a guy, looking girl. Not, not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying. Uh, as I'm walking uh, with her, she says, "Yeah, some some one of the guys or one of the prisoners got sick during a visit, so I had to walk, and that's why I think that's why she ended up being able to get me so soon." 
because I had a I had to walk the family back out because the inmate that they were visiting ended up getting really sick and it was like the flu. And he was, I don't know if I can remember she said he was shaking, but had like extreme fever. Like he just was not doing good. And they ended up, and he's like, I, I need the uh, the ambulance. So they ended up getting and calling the ambulance, getting him in there. I told them, so I can't talk if I was distracted. Oh, so I think they ended up getting like the ambulance, calling them something. And they come and get him and then take him away. And she's like, I can't like she's saying something like and she didn't know. I mean, I would have been the same way. She's like, yes, yeah, so this this I mean, we had to I had to walk him out. He got sick and I think it's just the flu. And I mean, I've been sick from the flu. I've never had to be laid down on the ground and going into shakes or or run the paramedics and so forth. It's like, I guess he just can't handle the cold or the flu, you know, and uh, I was like, wow, really? And she's like, yeah. I gotta make sure. There we go. Sorry. And so I was like, "Wow, that's uh, that's crazy." And she goes, "Yeah, um, but you know, I I'm sure he's gonna be okay. His family's a little worried, but I'm sure he'll be fine." As I'm sitting there waiting for Brad, and I'll go back to where I was. I'm sitting there for waiting for Brad. They're cleaning the shit out of this table and the chairs. Like they're using you know whatever disinfectant and sanitizer they're using. They clean the shit out of it. And then after they get done, maybe like five minutes afterwards, he goes, he's almost here, but I'm going to move you to this table because there is another group coming in. And these probably are better for them since it's a larger group. So they moved me to the table where the guy was at, where he's I said, so this is the dude where this is where the dude was when he got sick. She goes, yeah, but it's fine. We already disinfected and sanitized it. And um, and so that's where we ended up sitting. And soon after that. Is when I came down with one of the fucking worst flus I ever had that lasted for about two weeks. Now, I didn't lose a sense of taste or smell, but I did feel my lungs just not like not recovering as well. Like my cardiovascular system definitely took a hit. Uh, I was down for about two, no, maybe three or four days. I remember feeling sick. And then I was getting better. And then I went to a concert and car show. I know I shouldn't have done it, but I had to go to this concert. It was too. I had to go. There's no exceptions. And then that Sunday, I went and did legs. I was still pretty, pretty feeling pretty nasty, but I'll work through it, which I usually do. Monday still felt a little shit. Tuesday went to the gym. Was feeling fatigued. Wasn't feeling the greatest, but doing my best. And then that night, it fucking really hit me hard. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was down. I was like, well, I just won't go to the gym for the rest of the fucking, you know, I figured it's always us gym people always going like, okay, I'll miss a day. I'll make it up for the next day. Oh, okay, I miss two days. I'll do two days and then whatever, you know, you know, shit like that. So you're trying to keep up with your workout. So then that way by Saturday, I'm caught up and Sunday I'm back to normal. Well, it wasn't happening. Even Friday, I just couldn't do it. Finally, Saturday, I finally got better, a little bit better. Sunday, I'm finally good, well enough to be on my own and feel better. Go to the, go to the gym. I do legs, and I'm having a little bit of a struggle. Understandably so, though. I just got out of being sick and so forth like that. So, it's not surprising, but it's fine. And then Monday passes, Tuesday comes, and I'm just like, wow. And at this point, I'm not feeling any symptoms anymore. I'm I'm not feeling the flu and like that. I'm just a little tired, 
fatiguing a little bit faster, but I just can't catch my breath. And and then all of a sudden, just Wednesday, Thursday, and even Friday, it's like arm day. I'm like, I'll be good. I'm, I'm good. This should be fine now. Man, I just could not catch my breath. I was completely worn out. And so I have to say that that was one of the worst things I've ever had. That's two weeks, and I was just kind of like coughing and having all this shit that I'm fighting. It was, it just was rough. So, um, so I don't know if I've had, I know everybody in the world probably says that they've had it. I'm def, I definitely felt the worst I've ever felt. And it was fucking bad. And that next week, where I usually recover pretty well, that Tuesday I'd be fine normally. And even Sunday I'd be okay. But lasting through that entire week, I just couldn't believe it. So I think the prison got me sick. Sorry. Anyways, didn't mean to go on, but I just had to say that. Okay, so he says, no one here got sick, which that's why I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Um, I hear the ones near us got the zombie flu. Oh, so there is a prison next door. I think that's what he's talking about. This place sanitizes three times a day. Gloves and mask at all times for them. Ooh. So all is good for now. May the gods continue to smile upon us. <laughs> so that's all good for now. That's fantastic. Uh, he goes on to say, Vegas is tripping out. They killed the cop. Hopefully it dies now. It dies down now. So not, not dead. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Um. He goes on to say, he uh, goes on to say, hopefully it dies down now. The pigs are too powerful, even if I would like to change their aggressiveness. So, you know, his punctuation is a little rough sometimes, but I have to say, you know, to a point, I do agree. And I don't think the whole defunding police thing is a good idea. It's just quality check, man. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to hire uh, what an art director or CIO to do CFO stuff. You know, I mean, that's not going to happen. You just they just need to have, a, I think, better guidelines and better. Uh, what qualified qualified individuals for that qualified qualified, not qualified. God, I'm sounding like like Bush here now. Um. So then he says, uh, ever watch the live PD? Wow. Pulled over for a light out. End up on the ground for resisting in drugs, dogs, etc. Yeah, they are way too aggressive now. Anyways, <laughs> which I do agree that they do have um, an exorbitant amount of power. And maybe that also needs to be looked at. It, it's I don't know. That's my opinion. I almost want to, and of course I've watched Life PD. It's actually a good show, way better than than the cop show ever was, which, by the way, was canceled after 33 years, uh, 33 seasons. I mean, that's fucking crazy. And I heard that the, yeah, I guess the Life PD was canceled too. I'm guessing because of all the cop stuff going on and what's happened. Um, yeah, by A&E and mid- I just saw that live PD canceled by A&E amid ongoing protests against police brutality. I could definitely see that it's probably it's a good show. I think it was great, but it's probably a good idea, at least at this point in time. I'm sure they'll continue it later. 
but it's probably good for them to do that because for the safety of everyone, cops and people in in, in general. So I don't blame him for that, but that's too bad. But uh, that it's been canceled again, I can understand why. Uh, okay, so anyways, he says, "Tell Dad I send my love. I have not got any letters from him or Nicole, which is his daughter, which is weird." She said she was she wrote him. I'm going to have to tell her to write him. I told her we would put out a video of her in the 90s dancing to Backstreet Boys in her underwear if she don't write soon. <laughs> that almost might be uh, a hashtag me too moment that would happen because we we're all young back then. But if we pour, we put that out there now. Yeah, um, it probably wouldn't make us look that great <laughs> they said so get this ooh, ooh, ooh. draw here can we have the or some type of sound effect so get this i was thinking all those prisoners live like what the new liberal commies want how now remember this is all brad writing talking not me let me tell you we do nothing all day we get fed, our laundry done, free everything, food, shelter, education, etc. And we complain about way too much. Expect everything. Get upset if we don't have, I think it says riots. <laughs> then complain how they treat us bad. See, I'm not a white racist Republican. I'm a poor underprivileged victim of the rich elite. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that was actually very well said and put in a way where it just makes me laugh. Because you got to remember, Brad's always fucking joking. This is not really what he thinks or he's serious. But that makes me fucking laugh. <laughs> and the way he worded it is, is fantastic. Too long to put on a shirt, but oh, I love it. I love it. He says, I deserve health care. No, I don't need it. So what? Give it to me. I hate that thought. <laughs> I I have to say it is it is almost like um is like what he said. Ah, <laughs> uh, please let me free to do all that for myself. Please let me free to do all that for myself. And yeah, bro, it sucks. You work a lot and have to struggle while these fucking assholes loot Macy's and blame. The rich Gostel people. Crazy ass world. See? He even knows I work a lot and he knows I'm not some rich person that, I mean, trust me, like I didn't wish I was or I work or trying to be there. I'm trying to get to that point. I'm working to get to a great point of, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say being rich, but I won't forget my roots. I'll tell you that much shit. But yeah, I mean, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. See, we come from the same place, even though he's white and I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican, Mexican. No, it's just Mexican. Cheers. Or Latino, as uh, they like to say. Um, haha, concrete curls. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told him about the uh, Monster Garage Fitness and making weights out of concrete. <laughs> I told him that he'd be proud because of the prison workouts that we actually ended up creating. 
Haha, concrete curls. Nice. Gonna get huge. He said Hugh, though. H U H U G H. Like a convict. <laughs> Except with no tattoos. And if I did have tattoos, they'd actually be professional. I kid. I've seen some of those fucking, uh, <laughs> some of those, um, uh, whatchamacallit, tattoos from some of those cats in there. And holy shit, are they good. I mean, you still can't avoid that hepatitis. Oof. Don't need nice handles or balance weights. Makes you weak like sissy boy. I'm here to pump you up. So should I read that in more of an Arnold? Don't need nice handles or balanced weight. Makes you weak like sissy boy. I'm here to pump you up. I know. I'm not impressionist, but hell, shit. At least I got the fucking balls to try it. I entered a b-ball contest. Oh, shit. Five on five, 27 teams. Holy shit, they're having more basketball than we are out here. Man, 27 teams, that no sh- that's no joke. And five on five, man, I would be fucking dying. I always sprained my ankle playing basketball. It always used to be my favorite sport. And no matter what, I'd always fucking injure myself. Yeah, he says a whole joint. Man, that's insane. Kansas, Hawaii, and Nevada. And it's Nevada, people. Not Nevada. Nevada. Nobody from Nevada pronounces it Nevada. It's Nevada. Trust me, I, I know where these Louisville people are coming from. I heard them one time throwing fucking fists like Louisville and Louisville. And they're like, it ain't none of that. It is Louisville. And sounds something like that. Anyways, my team lost. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't laugh. <laughs> my team la- my my team lost. White boys can't jump. <laughs> the black Nevada team kicks ass though. But well, you know, I mean, also young. I mean, Brad's 40, so I'm 43, so he's 44, I believe. 44, 45. And listen, man, we're falling apart. There ain't no fucking doubt about it. So hell yeah. So your podcast sounds your podcast sounds awesome. He says Joe and Jose, right? Which, okay, it's close, but it's Juan and Joe and Joe. It, that would be that would be Joe and Joe, and Juan is Jonathan. So it'd be Juan and Jose, and Juan and Joe, right? So he's close. I'll have to straighten that out. Jealous. Well, that oh, so he's thinking Frank Caliendo, but no. He says don't care for Dennis Miller, but Shaq would be freaking awesome. Big fucker. Did you see his MMA thing? God damn, he's big. Yeah, he's fucking huge. I love Dennis Miller myself. I think he's fucking great. Especially on the podcast. He was absolutely fantastic. And, uh, and Shaq was fucking great, too. We only had him for like 30 minutes, but he was, he was great. He was awesome. Just a big kid, man, like he says. And I really like it was it was a, it was a good time for him to be on the show. I'm telling you, being on the Caliendo cast for me has been some of the best experience I've ever had. And it's been fun and it's been great. And this COVID completely uh, put that in jeopardy for me. I haven't been able to participate in much as much in it. And it kind of buns me out. I hope I hope it comes back. I mean, there's still doing it, but I hope I'm able to get involved in it again and go to the studio like I used to. And. I mean, being able to have all these different guests on there and talking with these, like, I'm not at least talking to them yet, but at least being part of this uh, ca- this podcast and, and being involved in it, it's just been, 
you know, as a member, it's been some of the best times I've had. And I just, I love every minute of it. And uh, I hope, I hope I'm able to continue with it. I, I really hope. That COVID better be bad. That's if I lose this, man. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. So, yeah. Shaq is massive. You, you, and, of course, we all do it on Zoom, so we don't know. But, man, you seem to stand to regular people. It's, it's no fucking joke. So he says, all right, bro. Stay safe. And, well, my best to you. And um, <laughs> email Joe for me. He has not sweat on his chin. I was wondering if he actually misspelled that, but no, he didn't. He has nut sweat on his chin. <laughs> Why? Because he has a cook in his... Oh, cook? I th- oh, because he writes in penny cameras. He has, a, he has nut sweat on his chin. Why? Because he has a cock in his mouth. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I will hit him up on that. Looks like he wrote in a... Like, the last one has black on it, so... Written black ink. I know I gotta be. I gotta be specific. <laughs> All right. So he says, "Oh, my new friend from Pahrump is Leslie." Oh, I know that dude. Yeah. Wow. I do remember that guy. I'll have to look him up. See if I remember. Uh. So that was um. Seeing that he had a friend or he knew somebody from Pahrump that was in prison that said he knew most of us and we didn't know I couldn't I couldn't think of who it was. And so he just gave me his real name because I guess he has a um, street name or maybe prison name, whatever it is. And I didn't know it. He says, want to hear Odinus death metal? Look for a band T.Y.R. Try something I forgot. T.Y.R. T-Y-R, something I forgot. That's written in a very little far corner of it. So he forgot that. He has one, two, three, four PSs on there. And they're all over the place. All over the place. Oh, and he says, P.S. Ah, photos, jerk. You said you have fat high school people. You need more time? Here's another month of lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't have fat high school people nowadays, right? I mean, no, I'm almost on that list. Um, you need more time. <laughs> yeah, you got another month of lockdown. Ah, well, that's something at least I can do. And his final PS on this letter is I am now fully in love with Billie Eilish. I want to cuddle with her. <laughs> First, I thought it was a dude. I'll have to look her up because I don't know that shit, but I'm glad that he found love. I'm sure she would feel the same way if she met him. I mean, come on. He's doing well. He's got his own place. He's got room and board. He's kind of got health insurance. He gets everything. He's almost he's retired, I guess you could say, huh? in a point. So, uh, but yeah, that's letters from B-Rad. That was a good one, actually. It's good to at least he told me a couple things that I was wondering about. I'll have to call the visitor center, see if they're closed. But that was, yeah, it was good to hear from him, though, man. It's been a while. I've been checking the mail to see if he had written back and 
written and kept checking, kept checking. Finally, this one came. So I'm going to have to write him. I think I'll try to write him tomorrow and uh, hopefully I can get a response pretty quick again. Well, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the letter. Um, my favorite ones really are the newest ones. And that's why I want to, like I said, write him again and hopefully he hits me back soon. It's not like he has a lot to do, seriously. He should be able to write me back in a few days. Um, especially being that they're on lockdown. Well, I guess they're on lockdown in a way. Boy, their lockdown uh, is far different from our lockdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll definitely hit him up and, and hopefully we have a new letter. I mean, not that I don't like the older letters, but there's a lot of stuff that sometimes maybe I don't remember or just doesn't make sense nowadays. And I don't know. There's just sometimes I'm like, ah, but the new ones are always fun, fantastic. And of course it's topical in a sense. So, um, uh, I think that's it for me. Um. Just, you know, um, don't forget to check out, well, subscribe to our podcast. It really helps us out. I'm doing the best that I can here to get shit moving. Um, you know, uh, so if you could do that, help us out with that. Also, the Juan and Joe Studios on YouTube. Um, if you can just hit that subscribe. And whether you get the whether you hit that little bell or not, it's cool. I, I, but if you can hit the subscribe, and if you watch animations or or whatever tickles your fancy on that, uh, whatever you like on those videos, because we got vlogs, animations. Um, we do have a couple of podcasts, but it's just it's just the audio, and it's not up to date as far as the podcast goes. Uh, the rest of the videos are, and we have some skits that we've done in the past. If you if you hit those up, hit a like. That also helps us out um, on those. Thumbs up that bad boy. Uh, don't forget to go to ktshirts.net. We have a lot of uh, good t-shirts there. The designs that we made, we created on our own. And that it's only $19.99 a shirt and it's free shipping. It, the service, well, it's, it, gets, it gets you pretty fast. So. There is a little bit of a vinegar smell in these because I guess it helps them dry a little bit faster, that ink. So whew, it gets a little rough. Some some a little more pudgy than others. Uh, definitely kind of stings the nostrils a bit. But um, uh, you just have to throw it in the wash really quick and it's good to go. It even has a little note in there that says it. Uh, but don't forget to check those out in uh, an order, you know, one or two or 15, whatever. And uh, you can always check out my josemazamedia.com and also my IG, which is Jose Meza Creator. Sorry, Jose Meza underscore creator. Uh, my IG, just to warn you, Div definitely is a little all over the map, but I just, you know, I have photography, I have animation, I have vlogs. Um, and I know it's a little hard to follow, but all my stuff is on there and separating them and doing different ugh, accounts. I've tried that and it's naughty. But nonetheless, check that out. Give that a follow if you can. Um, and check out the Frank Calendo cast as well. Uh, always a good time there. And we will uh, come back soon and uh, we will. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So I will see you guys next time. Peace.
That's a fucking rap. <laughs>